Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right. All right. We're back. What? <laughs> what are nothing, you? No, nothing will stop us from <laughs> the Private Parts podcast. Can you? Can you? Whatever. Maybe, <laughs> you know. Yeah. What? Go on. Well, no, why don't you go on? You seem to want to take I was just going to say, look, I was just going to say, look, you know, nothing, it's very rude actually to eat whilst you're on the podcast <laughs> because people can hear, people can see, hear that into the microphone. It's disgusting. It's not disgusting. That is not disgusting at all. Well, what I was just going to say um, is that nothing can stop us from uh, recording this podcast. Nothing can keep us away from the listener. Hey, can I can I just be honest with you, Francois? So uh, we should probably tell the listener right now. Francis is sitting in his flat in London. I'm sitting in my my country house at the moment, and I feel like I feel completely separated from you, buddy. I feel like I'm not even near you. I feel like I miss you. I feel like I desire you. I feel like you haven't contacted me. I feel like I'm it's... worried about you. I feel like all these things. Well, I'm just practicing social distancing, but I mean even sort of digital social distancing. I just want to be as far apart from you as possible. Is I don't want to take any chances of getting this uh, virus. So um I'm 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 not taking any chances. Hey, how is how insane is it that I can Skype you and record this where you can Skype me so even though we're not in the same place, we can still record a podcast together. But do you know do you know what I was thinking? What were you thinking? We I was thinking um it's great that we we can do this cuz now we don't even need to like leave the house. We can just we can ju- if we're if we're feeling like uh No, never going to happen. I I I don't yeah. like it. I want to be next to you when I record. This is what I want to do. This is a one-off scenario because we can't leave our listeners hanging. This is a one-off. We are always <laughs> well, going to be not, together. Well, it's not it's not a one-off because we can obviously do more of these. Hey, I'm on the positive side of things. I think that we're going to be back recording in our studio in no time, buddy. I think I uh, my prediction is mid May. <laughs> mid May. <laughs> mid May. Mid May. I I think I think I would say somewhere around the middle of May we'll be out and about oh. out of lockdown. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate sort of details of our lives. Coming to you from my house in the country and Francis's house in London, it's Francis and myself, Jamie. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts, you meant to say. Okay, welcome to Private Parts. Um, hey, Francis. Welcome to the Private Parts Podcast. Hey, listen, so what I want to... I, I think how we should kick things off is if, it's, is if we should uh, really, really try and make everything up. Wait, can I, can I, just, can I just say... Yeah. The connection is exceptional. <laughs> what between you and I? Yeah. Well, as in, as in our like physical we, connection. We've got a, we've got a great connection. <laughs> Are you not talking about our Skype connection? Yes, I'm talking about the Skype connection. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, man. So, what have you been doing? Oh, well, you know, I've just been um, out. I went to a football match yesterday and then I went to this nightclub last night. It was really rammed. It was rammed full of people. And uh, I went to see my went to see my grandmother and then went to see my went to went, I went actually went I went round to all of her neighbors, uh, the old old ladies and dropped off some um, some home cooked <laughs> lasagna stop it handmade handmade lasagna stop it stop it i know you're lying tell everyone you're lying yeah. no i'm not i'm not lying actually no i am lying i mean i i, I have been uh, as you know you know I, I i kind of predicted i foresaw this all happening right do you know what do you know what i've worked out about you you've predicted quite a lot of things in the past that have come true okay i remember yeah. when you said to me you said donald trump was going to become president yeah he became president you also predicted that this was going to get a lot worse it did it got a lot worse the coronavirus well i said i said we're going to get locked down yeah um and that we yeah i i and then i also predicted lana del rey's success no you did not eilish you did not predict lana del rey's success Yes, I did. Yes, that's why she follows me on Twitter because I I tweeted her, told everyone to listen to her 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 song when uh, she had two thousand followers. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on. To, I'm gonna go onto Twitter now and see if Lana Del Rey still follows you. Hold on one second. I hope more than anything that she doesn't. Hold on one second. Lana, Lana Del Rey. Okay, let's see if she follows. Following. Is she? Fo- She's following you. Yeah, I told you. She's following you. She's following me because I I told everyone to listen to her when she was a nobody. Maybe you should send her a message and, and I think I'm I think I I think I'm what's called a super forecaster. Which and actually, what? do you know well it, it it's people who have a, a a a um extraordinary ability to forecast things. And actually, uh-huh. I also ha- happen to have predicted what's now happening in the financial markets in a in a Business Insider interview um, uh, in 2016. But I'm not going to you know <laughs> brag about it. But you know. I think this is what I don't understand is if Lana Del Rey follows you on Twitter, why have you never asked her to come on the podcast? That's like the weirdest thing. Why have you never messaged Lana Del Rey and asked her to come on? Well, I think she's stopped using Twitter now because um, she never responds to me. She never responds. When, what was the last right. message you sent her? Um, I think I might have deleted it. What, because, it's, it, because it upset you so much that, you, that when, she didn't reply? When she didn't res- yeah, when she didn't <laughs> when, re- respond. She, she didn't reply to you, so you then deleted it. <laughs> what? Why yeah, would so you do she, that? Well, so that if she ever went to message me 
she would see she wouldn't see that she hadn't responded yeah there's no there's nothing there's nothing there yeah do you want to hear what i did the other day <laughs> do you want to hear what i did the other day so so before all of this coronavirus things happened we did um we did a boat race so it was channel 4 bbc sky and itv did a boat race up in manchester did you did you do the did you do the race yeah that's what i'm telling you i, I just i did the boat race were you coxing? No, I wasn't coxing. I was just behind the stroke. Yeah, okay. Number number seven. Yeah, number seven. Uh, anyway, uh, not to brag or anything, but Channel 4, we, we bossed it. We won. We smashed them by like four lengths. We won I'm the surprised you wouldn't be, you, they wouldn't have put you in that cox. What, because I'm very motivating and uplifting and I would have driven the boat on. Is that why? Well, no, I mean, just you're probably the right size for the, you know, it probably would have saved a few... Uh, you know, you're the what the the power to weight ratio would have been a bit more no, favorable. No, for the crew. my my power is a freaking joke. I have I have so much power in these legs and these arms to 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 the point for where, your size for your size maybe. No, yeah. not for my size. James Cracknell, ex Olympian rower, ex Strictly star. He came up to me at the end and he said, "Jamie, I've never seen talent like it." Really? Yeah, he said that. Talent, like, who was he referring to? To me, he was referring to me. <laughs> he was referring to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that to me. Yeah. And well, you know, I've rode, I've rode with James Crack, James Cracknell on. Uh, well, not I've not actually rode with him in the same boat, but I rode past him. Where, where did you row past him? Oh, uh, in Henley. At Henley. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. So you were rowing in Henley, and you rode past him. Was he rowing, or was he on the side? Yes, he was in the he was in his Olympic four at the time. This was this was back when he was rowing for Great Britain. Wait, wait. He, so he's in his Olympic four. He, you were racing against him, or you were in a race? No, he was going up to the start line for his race. Uh, in at, at the regatta, or, uh, it was qualifying actually, and we were we we had just come back for we had just done our qualifying heat for Henley. So so wait, you really, I that's like I'd say I've walked past Dustin Hoffman. Like that's you, uh, you, you basically. Yeah, I've walked past Dustin Hoffman as well. <laughs> no, you haven't. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I know you have. I walked past yeah, Dustin actually, Hoffman in London. And actually, uh, and actually, I know his son Max Hoffman. <laughs> when did you walk past Dustin Hoffman? Oh, uh, like years ago. But he lit. He's he he's got a house in London. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's where. That's why I saw him. I got to get a little bit starstruck. I remember when I was at when I was at Leeds University. I was friends with a guy. Uh, still, I'm friends with a guy. Were called, you? Yeah, yeah. I was friends with people, and I was friends with a guy called Ed Smith, and he was friends with Hugh Laurie's son, and his name is Guy Laurie. Um, and I just never put. I never put two and two together. I, I Guy Laurie. I didn't think his dad would be Hugh Laurie the actor. Anyway, he invited me to his house to go and pick up some things. And I went to his house and someone was playing the piano upstairs. So I walked upstairs, walked into the room and it was Hugh Laurie playing the piano. So, and also, when you meet famous people, you don't say, really, you don't go, hi, Hugh, or hi, Mr. Laurie. You always give their full name. So I went, hi, Hugh Laurie, because <laughs> I, I didn't know what else to say. Anyway, going back to my uh, rowing. So that's, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Get it. <laughs> going back. Yeah, but see, isn't Stevie, Stevie Johnson's uh, best friends with his son, isn't he? 
Yeah, I think they are quite good friends. I think they are quite good friends. Anyway, better better than you. Better friends well, than you. Well, at one point, I was very close friends with them. We used to do some acting together. We used to do lots. Stop of living in the past. I'm not living in the past. I'm not living in the past yeah. at all. I'm just stop being reminiscing honest. about your friendship with Hugh Laurie's son. <laughs> I'm not reminiscing about my friendship with Hugh Laurie's. So I'm just telling you a, a true story. You talk about your friendship with who Max. would you be, who would you be most uh, would you be most starstruck by? Who I if I met them? Yeah. Who who do you think I would be? Um, Ant Middleton. <laughs> He's your hero, isn't he, Ant Middleton? <laughs> you think if I met Ant Middleton, I would be starstruck? I think you'd be starstruck if you met Ant Middleton. Yeah. Okay, which one is Ant Middleton? Is he the short one or tall one? Uh, I don't know. A short. <laughs> No, that's Deck. Deck Deck came up to me and said I had a nice jacket. <laughs> you you've had Aunt Middleton on the podcast and you don't even oh, know who he I'm is. Thinking, no, I I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Ant and Deck. And I haven't had Ant What what's Ant second name from Ant and Deck? <laughs> Ant McDonald or something like that. <laughs> Why was I thinking? Ant Middleton. I've, I, I haven't had... We've never had Ant Middleton on the podcast before. Ant... Yes. Ant Middleton, the guy from SAS Who Dares Wins. Yeah, he's never been on the podcast. Hasn't he? No, we've had, uh, we've had Billy. We've had Foxy. We've had Ollie Ollerton. We've never had Ant Middleton. Oh, really? Oh, right. Okay, good. I don't <laughs> think we should get him on now, Ant Middleton. I think he's... <laughs> He's uh, he's done a disservice to many people by giving bad advice on the coronavirus. Yeah, but he then did apologise. So yeah, so that's an okay thing. No, I would oh, yeah, I would uh, be starstruck well. if I met someone. Um, if I met a celebrity and I was going to be starstruck, I told you the story when David Beckham was in the nightclub, haven't I? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You told me a story of David Beckham. Uh, well, I, was, I, don't know. I was in a nightclub called Bodo's, which was just off Kensington High Street. Oh, Bodo's Schloss. Bo- Bodo's Schloss. And, um, it's, it's gone now. It's gone now. And David Beckham came in and he was on the next door table to me. And I was a little drunk and a little overexcited. And in my head, I was like David Beckham is obviously going to call me over to his table without a doubt. Of course, David Beckham's going to call me over to his table and he's going to want me to sit on his table and that's what he's going to do. So I was dancing like really hectic next to like his table, like dancing around. He was covered by security. And one of the... Sec- David, notice me, David. <laughs> and, and one, of the, <laughs> one of the security guards, one of the security guards came over to me and said, uh, excuse me, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the nightclub. Mr. Beckham is finding you irritating. <laughs> Because I was dancing close to him. It always happens. The same thing always happens when I get a little bit drunk. I went to, uh, I, I went to, I told you this as well. I went to our, 
our friend, our mutual friend of ours party, our, his Christmas party. I got very drunk. Tom Lucy was there, a great friend of the podcast. And there was a an ex-footballer there who's very good friends with Jack Whitehall. And I took him to one corner and I was so drunk and I started giving him career advice. <laughs> anyway, going back to my story about in the boat. So this is what happened, okay? So uh, are, are you, do you know who I mean by Maya Jammer? You know Maya Jammer? Um, I've recognized the name. You know Maya Jammer. She's a presenter. She's a kind of fashion icon at the moment. She's yeah, of course I know Maya Jammer. You know Maya Jammer. Anyway, Maya Jammer was rowing for the Sky Team. And I've known Maya for, for a few years, and I've always tried to get her on the podcast. I've always tried to bring her on Private Parts podcast. Anyway, I didn't realize she was rowing the rowing race so anyway i got down to the rowing race and saw my jammers and suddenly thought shit i had gone onto instagram and i had messaged her in the past to come on the podcast and she hadn't read it so before i saw her, i had to go onto instagram and delete all of the messages that i <laughs> that i had sent to her so she suddenly wouldn't go onto my instagram and see all these messages i'd sent her <laughs> Uh, that, that's kind of what I did when, when um, uh, you know, Lana, Lana Del Rey just never responded to me. So. <laughs> Why would you just go and delete all the messages? Just in case she, just in case I bumped into her and we became friends, and then she came, and then and then she, it would have invalidated our friendship. She would be like, "Oh no, he's just he was just trying to get me on the podcast." <laughs> Um, hey, so listen, because everyone is self-isolating at the moment, which is the right thing to do and the important thing to do, you know, this podcast is just going to try and make every, everyone feel a little bit more upbeat, a little bit happier, a little bit more excited about life. What are the funny things that you've been doing while being self-isolating? Um, well, I, I have been, I got some jujitsu mats. You've been rolling around in your flat? Yeah, I got some jujitsu mats and and put the so sort of half half of the kitchen now is just a jujitsu studio, um, and I've been teaching Zoe some jujitsu fundamentals, um, and uh, I got a kettlebell. <laughs> what have you What have you been doing with the kettlebell? Just been doing some kettlebell exercises, <laughs> and then um, why? Why have you just been using a kettlebell? Why have you, a cow, how big got, is the kettlebell? I, it's twenty kgs, and I and then I um, got a, um, a skipping rope. I've been doing skipping rope, yeah, um, kettlebell, mm-hmm. uh, and then basically just teaching uh, Zoe jujitsu. So uh, uh, basically, I want to come out of this um, isolation fitter than I went into it. Do you know what? I went on to Amazon, okay, because Amazon is still doing deliveries. And I went on to Amazon and I thought, what can I order? So I ordered myself from Amazon. I ordered Twister. So I oh, could, really? Yeah, Twister. So I can um, play Twister with uh, Sophie, because Sophie's down here, my girlfriend. Uh, I bought a yo-yo so I can play loads of yo-yo things. And I also Did bought- Did you actually? Yeah, it's coming today. I well, can't sh- wait. It's coming today. It's arriving today, supposedly. So where, where's the Twister? Well, it hasn't arrived yet, but it's going to arrive at some point, And then we're going to play Twister. And do you know what else I bought? What? A Diablo. <laughs> I, no, you didn't. I swear to God, I bought a Diablo. I bought a Diablo. So I'm do you be- know, I, I'm actually extremely good at Diablo. What do you mean you're extremely good at Diablo? As in, I used to do it. When I, I used to play Diablo when I was at school in France. Well, so you can do all those different tricks where you throw them up in the yeah, air? Yeah, I can throw it up in the air. I can, Yeah, I mean, I, I was pretty good at Diablo. I was pretty good at yo-yos. 
Um, I was unbelievably good at yo-yos. And that's why I used to play yo-yos when I was like 11 years old. And I haven't had a yo-yo since then. Because I could do everything with yo-yo. I could do walk didn't the you, dog. Didn't you used to wrap, wrap the yo-yo string around your <laughs> willy and tie it to the door? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that was with my silkies. That was with my... <laughs> That was with my silkies, my little rags that I used to have. I used to do that. I used to tie it. Come to think of it, that's pretty weird what it used to do. Why did you call it? Why did you have rags called silkies? Because they were made of silk. They were the end of like a rug, which was the silk bit at the end of the rug. There was little silky and big silky. God, I love those. I remember how much I used to, I, I love those two little silkies more than anything in this entire world. More than anything. Right. Do you know that's something? Because I'm the da- down at uh, my mum's house in the country, all we do is, as a family, is we talk about all the old times we had as a kid. And she's telling me, I was a terrible kid. Like, going, yeah. the things that I used to do were, like, horrendous. I used to steal things all the time. One point, my yeah. mum told me that I stole all the house keys. I stole all of the house keys from the house and put them down the drain. I remember I went, uh, what, you put them down the drain. Yeah, I put them down the drain. They can never get in the back. So I had to get the whole keys redone, all the locks redone of the whole house. Oh, my God. God. That's, that, is, uh, that is really <laughs> unhelpful. And actually, um, I, I remember once when I was probably about five or six or whatever, mm-hmm. I, we went into this, um, we were in this shop. And you know how at the checkout they have all these baskets of other things that they, that, um, that you can add on, like they're sort of upselling at the checkout. Yeah, and uh, and um, and I thought that they were free. I thought they were just like freebies, you know. So I took this like free, like you know, one of those old those those hair brushes that like opens up and <laughs> yeah, then yeah, push has, it out. and it has and has like a mirror in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, free hair 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 uh, brush, and then we were leaving, and I was like, mom, look look at my hair brush. And she thought that I'd stolen it. And I was like, no, no, I didn't steal it. It's free, right? And then, and she thought I was lying and basically making up that I thought it was free. So, so she was like, don't lie to me. Go in and give that back to them. How dare you steal that? I had to do the same thing. When I, I, I took a Kit Kat, I took a Kit Kat because I just thought I'll just take a Kit Kat. I had to go apologize and say, I'm sorry I took this. Yeah, my mum made me go and give the Kit Kat back. But I genuinely thought it was just free. So I basically got punished for something that I didn't do. Why were you taking a hairbrush in the first place? Because I thought that it was free. I was like, well, there's a free hairbrush there. I'm obviously going to take it and find a use for it later. So you took a, you took a hairbrush. I mean, anything you took, you took a hairbrush to use for yep. later. Yeah, but I had long, like, you know, I had long, luscious uh, locks. Uh, that's it, buddy. Hey, listen, it is our podcast. This is what we always do at this point. We need to, Francis, have the question of the week. Giraffes, right? Giraffes? You know about giraffes? I know what, giraffes. What, why do some giraffes... What, what, is, what is... When some giraffes... What the have, hell are you talking uh, about? Okay. What does it mean if a giraffe has, has darker spots... What does it mean if a giraffe has darker spots? Oh my God, do you know yeah. what? I, do you know what I found out a day before I answer this question about elephants? You know, if it's a if it's an African elephant, the ears of the elephant look like they are in the shape of Africa, and if it's an Indian elephant, the ears yeah. are in the shape of India. They're, they're smaller ears. Yeah, yeah but they Indian look elephants. like they look like India. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Okay. But, what, well, I mean, yeah, this is smaller. This, the Indian elephants have smaller ears. Yeah. 
What does it mean if giraffes have darker spots? Um, I re- it means that they it, mu- it means that they're older. That what it means. It means that they older. Mu- yeah, it must mean they're older. Well, yeah. Well, uh, we will have to let you know the answer to that question in part two. Okay, baby boy. Hey, listen. Um, I'm going to go and get Sophie. She's just made me. So, so wait, wait. I I've got a few questions. So okay, ask away. Um, what What are you planning on doing? Um, what are you planning on getting at? What are you planning on doing in this uh, period of isolation? Because uh, I know you're you 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 are desperate for constant attention from people. What do people, you mean I'm right? desperate? I'm not desperate for any attention. I don't need yeah. attention you, at all. You, you have to you have to be around lots of people. You told me that, right? You have to be around lots of people. You can't. You don't like being on your own. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't. Yeah, yeah. So, but so I, so so this is probably not. So you so you have to. Um, Obviously, be on your own now. So, what are you going to do? Well, how, are you, how are you going to cope? Well, how are you going to cope? I've got lots of little tactics that I'm going to do, but uh, I'm going to save it for part two of the podcast because I can't wait to tell you that what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my second second question is, um, how is your how's your anxiety? <laughs> do you know what the anxiety is actually okay? The anxiety at the beginning, I was a little bit restless and feeling a little bit like, oh my god, what the hell is this? Because I find it so hard to relax. But actually, the anxiety has calmed down a little bit, so I feel a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I feel a little bit what better. Do you, what, to, what, to what do you attribute the calming of your ang- anxiety to? All of the alcohol that I've been drinking. Have you been drinking? No, I haven't been drinking. I've been lying. Have I've you not? Have you Have you been lying? Yeah, of course. I never. What do you mean, have I been lying? I never lie. You just said I've been lying. Well, you're the liar here. God. Okay, so I so knew you, we were going to so argue. I knew we were going to argue if we were on the podcast. So, together. so what have you? What have you been drinking? What's your drink of choice? I don't drink. I all I do is drink smoothies. Because oh, I was going to send you some Yoshi. Okay, well, you can do if you want to. Do, is Sophie still drinking? Sophie's still drinking, yeah. All I, right, well, I'll send... I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you everything that we've been doing uh, and everything that I'm going to be doing and all the little tactics that I have because I have something so exciting to tell you. But I can't tell you right now. I'm going to tell you part two. You ready for it? Uh, for part two? or yeah, well, For both, for part two and to tell you what I'm doing. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, baby. I'll see you in part two. See you in part two. Bye-bye.